Okay, so continuing with, uh, with some of the themes that Kirisaro mentioned last night, and um, bringing, I'd like to bring to our attention um, a support for the beginning of our retreat, the foundation practice, but also within that, um, putting it in context of the beginning of the retreat, the first day of our retreat, and um, for each of us to pace ourselves today, because a lot of today will be about making the transition still from um, the life we've come from into retreat mode and coming into the schedule. And uh, so, again, just to to remind everyone and to give a lot of permission for you to rest if you need to, to pace yourself in a way that, that, that you're not overly um, tyrannizing yourself or bullying yourself or being intimidated by the retreat or by the sense of a group or by a feeling of being driven because those are the very energies that actually undermine the very aspect of the, the foundation of meditative practice, which is the skill at being at ease, really, in every moment, the skill of easefulness and, and centering, which we'll be focusing on particularly in the next few days. And if there's a lot of internal judgment and pressure and um, applying too much uh, effort in a way that isn't really harmonious with our energies and we create these kind of ripple effects that undermine the very basis of, of a sense of ease and gatheredness. So, so just to be mindful of that, to check in how you're doing and to adjust accordingly. So we'll be beginning the retreat in the next few days looking at this whole area of what's called Sama Samadhi, which means, Sama means to, usually is translated as right concentration. Usually a better, perhaps a, a, a more fuller understanding of this, this term, Sama, which means, um, Sama actually come, is connected with the word to, to be in tune or to be in pitch which is an interesting word. It's somehow the sense of being in tune with a deeper flow or in harmony. Uh, it has the sense of balance. It has the sense of gatheredness, of, of fullness or ripeness or perfection. And, and samadhi, uh, samadhi has usually, as translated as concentration, <clears throat> which is probably an unfortunate English word in some ways because it has this feeling of getting very narrow and in that sense of narrow, narrowing our attention, which is an aspect of samadhi, it can begin to give the feeling of some sort of um, something that's a little um, too narrow to sustain. So we find ourselves wanting to concentrate and then getting into something of a battle zone with all the things that we feel are pulling us out of a sense of concentration, which is, you know, 
when people start to feel very frustrated in their meditation ex- experience. So samadhi, we could look at, Kirisaro talks about samadhi rather than concentrate, more like concentric circles, which connects with the meaning of samadhi. One of the translations can be to, to gather in. So the sense of gathering in the circles of our life into a fulcrum or a, an inner perspective, an inner um, focus of, a, of awareness, attentiveness, mindfulness. So this sense of just... So in that way, that as we pick up this training, it is a training, the Buddha talked about it as a training of samasamadhi, of bringing to fullness this gathered skill in gathering. There's a sense of being able to approach it with some... Yeah. carefulness, some kindness, some care, some not just yang willfulness but also a, a, a softness, a, a gentleness. So, so looking at the energy with which we bring about this gathering. And in the, in the um, sequential training of meditation, this skill is considered really fundamental, it's really foundational, the ability to to gather our attention. Um, And the meditation that supports this gathering is usually called samatha, which is sama again connected with this word samadhi. Um, uh, Samatha and samadhi both have this root sama, which also can mean calm the calming of the mental activity, the calming of the heart. Um, Sometimes samatha meditation is literally translated as stilling of thought as well. It's another translation, or quietude of heart, contentment of heart. These kinds of words that give you the the felt sense of of what this means, what the experience of it is. So samatha meditation is really um, the the fundamental principle of samatha meditation or calming meditation, centering meditation, is based upon bringing the attention to a calming object. So usually our attention and we'll, we really look at this faculty of attention because it's very, very powerful and it's very significant in the Buddhist understanding of mind. Attention, where we put attention, how we place attention has, has a lot of power in it. And how we guide attention and how to guide attention with skill. Usually attention, this capacity we, that uh, to be attentive is usually guided by our thought processes. So what, where we think our attention goes, if we think about the future, then that's where the, the attention or the, the energy, our energy moves. If we think about the past, that's where we move. Um, and literally, one of the, in one of the teachings we'll look at a bit later when we come to the wisdom teachings, one of the phrases from a sutta called the Mula Sutta, the Root Sutta, the Buddha starts a teaching we're saying, 
um, upon attention, the world arises. So wherever we place attention, we experience the world. (laughs) So, you know, we could say, well, the world started with the Big Bang, or if we had another kind of theology, we might say the world started and God created the world in six days, or we have all these different understandings of how the world began. But the Buddha says the world arises upon attention. Our world, not you know necessarily the planet, but wherever we bring attention, then our world appears, the world we inhabit, the kind of world we experience. So in this training of samasamadhi, gathering, being in tune with the deeper, with the Dharma really, being in tune with the deeper truth, the flow of life, um, this training of centering, this using the samatha or the calming meditation, we bring skill in terms of we, we, we train attention to come into the present moment. So, we, so there's this training of drawing attention from wherever it's wandered to, you know, by following every thought or feeling or memory or upset or worry or plan or ambition. Um, there's the, the, the conscious gathering and bringing back of attention to here and now. So this is basically the template for today's practice. And, and I just want to talk a little bit more about that um, in terms of how we do that and how the Buddha talked about how he recommended or supported that process. Um, but primarily, the main thing I'd like to focus on is how we do it, <laughs> not just the doing of it, but how, how we do it, with what kind of energy, what kind of intention do we, do we engage that, that practice and develop that skill, because that's, that's quite critical, really. There are three <clears throat> aspects of, of bringing attention, and um, I'm using these words from the original text, and um, we can make, as we go on in the retreat, I'll make a compendium of them, because as you're getting the feeling, the original words have a fuller meaning than the English translation, so it's useful to refer back. So three aspects that we can begin with in this skill as we're cultivating it today that that, um, comprises of this training and these three words, um, which I'll explain, are viveka, vitaka, vichara, so which some of you have heard these words before. Um, viveka, <coughs> and the Buddha appear, um, refers to this, this, this term, which is translated in different ways in different texts, but it comes up again and again in terms of meditation training. And it literally means to withdraw or to take the mind away, to, to withdraw the mind. And usually it's in relationship, like for example, in the, one of the core meditation texts called the Satipatthana Sutta, the foundation of mindfulness, the four foundations of mindfulness upon which um, most meditation practices are based. The Buddha begins, before he goes into any detailed explanation of how to practice mindfulness, he begins with this idea of 
um, a, a monk or a disciple um, you know, taking first of all taking a monk or disciple taking themselves first of all out away from the the marketplace this is called kaya viveka taking the body literally away from the the busyness of the daily life this is the first aspect of viveka to withdraw ourselves from you know downtown joburg or new york or tel aviv or wherever <laughs> to take ourselves out of the busyness you know and this is recommended that we do this from time to time which is what we a retreats about so that's kaya kaya is the body taking the body into a more peaceful calm setting and then more importantly the next step of um, this aspect of training called jitta viveka jitta meaning the heart or the mind we take the body but the mind can still be in the marketplace as we know so the training of also taking the mind withdrawing the mind from its preoccupations and the buddha talks about this as a monk dwelling contemplating the body in the body ardent clearly comprehending and mindful having subdued longing and dejection in regard to the world so here he has the word having subdued but viveka i think more means i would say withdraw this is one translation and he he says longing and uh, longing and dejection in regards to the world some fuller translations say um that that the disciples withdraws the the mind from not only longing and dejection but sometimes is translated as disappointment for the world hankering for the world anxiety for the world longing for the world this kind of idea um grief for the world i find this very helpful because sometimes particularly for many of us as we're socialized and conditioned we feel if we're not worrying about <laughs> the world then somehow we're not being dutiful <laughs> or we're not being responsible so we're deeply conditioned to to keep worrying about you know our, our family and friends and the world and what's going to happen and 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 that's that has a place i'm not saying that doesn't have a place but there's something about it that just becomes very compulsive and draining So th- so this withdrawing first of all is is the skill in being able to take the mind from this tendency to just un- you know habitually really um feel the sense of worry or anxiety or grief uh, for how the world is the world is and particularly at the moment particularly for some of you from where you've come from and what's happening in your own countries or what's happening here in South Africa there is a lot of uncertainty um it is you know hard to cope with uncertainty and one of the very normal reactions is just to to worry and to to plan and to agitate um and to feel or to feel I, as someone wrote to me this morning saying how they feel so disappointed and overwhelmed by how the world keeps going through these cycles of wars and you know genocides and 
and how, how it is very heartbreaking um, to see how much suffering there can be and there is and how it continually gets perpetuated. So it's not to say that we shouldn't find a way of responding, but when we respond from, to respond from a depth of awareness and presence that's informed by wisdom and compassion is very different from responding from a compulsive worry or guilt. So this training that we're doing is not to say we're not ever going to respond or we're just going to be becoming unfeeling, but it's developing skill in gathering the power of the mind and heart so when there's a response it can be very informed it can be really resonant with what's really needed and not just coming out of our head from some kind of dislocated agenda so this withdrawing you know, so when we feel that we're getting worried about what's happening here what's happening to my friends, my family, this or that we can acknowledge that but then just saying, well, at this moment, what can you realistically do? <laughs> and just gently, with this kindness, bringing the attention, training the attention to come back here to, to you. And conversely, not only withdrawing from the worry, but also the longing, the hankering, the planning, the speculation that the mind dwells in, the projects which is hard for, you know, I think all of us here are very creative people and we have lots of projects and ideas and it's okay, just, we can come to that, but just for now, just to, to, to keep pulling back and gathering back, let the future unfold as it will for now. So this is the first aspect of this training is to, to take the attention away from its preoccupations. And one very helpful way of bringing attention here is to use a, a question, which is just a simple question, how is it now? Rather than get back to the breath, use undisciplined meditator, <laughs> you lazy so-and-so, you know. <laughs> You've been meditating for so many years and you're still wandering all over the place and you're useless and just giving you a little insight into my internal tyrant here. <laughs> just to, you know, to circumvent that whole track, just to gently say, what's happening now? So, so to, to ask a question is more inviting of the attention rather than commanding. What's happening now? So, okay, the body is like this. How's the breath? How's the body? What feeling is there? Oh, I notice my breath is really tight, you know, so how is that? Okay, just soften my belly, open my chest a bit more. Breathe out. Oh, I feel a bit tired. Okay, how's that? What, what's needed here? I just need to be a bit more gentle. I need a little more energy. I need to rest. I, so it's that kind of... This Now we're beginning to look at the other two factors, what's called vitaka vichara. The bringing of attention, which is vitaka, a thought that can guide attention. Like, how is it now? Thought guides attention. So using a thought, or, or if you like, 
gently encouraging, you know, come to the breath, kind of a thought. And then the Wijara is this adjusting, it's this feeling it out. Okay, how is it? I've brought attention here now, how is it? Well, you know, I need to be a bit calmer, I need to be a bit more energized, I need to relax a bit. I don't know, there's doubt. Okay, just relax, breathe. Take a fuller breath. A bit more energy. So there's this, the Wutaka brings attention, the Wichara receives and adjusts the quality of attention. Okay, so the main, the main focus that we're going to be using for attention today, you, you might have another focus, which is fine. You must use what feels most comfortable and workable for you, what you're most familiar with. But in the first foundation of mindfulness, just drawing from the Buddha as an inspiration, suggested that the first foundation we use the body and the breath. So when we say come to the present, it's not a sort of speculative you know, we're not thinking about, we come to the embodiment, our embodiment. How, how do we feel in the body? How's the breath? So today we're just very simply encouraging this quality of attention that's gentle, that's patient, that's receptive, but has also some commitment, this commitment to be here, to withdraw the attention from its preoccupations, to keep coming back. How is it? in this body with the breath. And as we do this, the the Buddha says, uh, how, monk, does a a monk or practitioner dwell contemplating the body? Here, a disciple goes to the forest. This is not a forest, but this is of Kaya Viveka, withdrawing to a secluded place. Having gone to the forest to a foot of a tree or to an empty hut, he sits down, having folded his legs, straightened his body and established mindfulness in front of him. Just mindful he breathes in, mindful he breathes out. Breathing in long, he understands I breathe in long. Breathing out long, he understands I breathe out long. Breathing in short, he understands I breathe in short. Or breathing out short, he understands I breathe out short. He trains thus, I will breathe in experiencing the whole body. He trains thus, I will breathe out experiencing the whole body. He trains thus, I will breathe in tranquilizing the bodily formation. He trains thus, I will breathe out tranquilizing the bodily formation. Okay, so here we have the... the, the, um, basic instructions for this practice. First of all, this withdrawing, and then establishing the body in a posture. Even if you go to rest and you lay down, you know, the jitta viveka, withdrawing the mind, the meditation can still go on. You just, as one's laying, 
establishing mindfulness in the body, adjusting the body to a comfortable posture, and then breathing this breathing in long and breathing in short. Just to explain that. <clears throat> the breathing in long is when we when we first maybe start a period of meditation, we might notice we're a little bit all over the place and we sit down, we go, how is it now? What's happening here? And we we come into relationship with the body, the breath. And then breathing in long as we allow the attention to follow the whole of the breath, the long, what's called the long breath. So we might take an even deliberate breath so we can really feel the breath. Breathing in, I can feel it coming down into the belly. And I might extend the out breath so I can really feel the breath. And then I come to the natural breath and I can, maybe the attention follows the whole of the breath path. And I might even feel the subtle sensation of the breath through the body, a sense of the energy, energetics, of the vibratory element of the breath and the body. And then as the, as, the, if, as the mind and heart begins to gather, then the attention might come to just what's breathing in short is just one point of the breath, maybe the sensation at the nostril as we breathe in, maybe in the chest, maybe in a part of the body, the attention just settles very simply. So we're not following the long of the breath, but it's just staying at one place. And the Buddha goes on to say, it's, this is a very embodied practice, breathing in to feel the whole of the body, experience the whole of the body. And then breathing in and breathing out, tranquilizing, calming the body. And as the mind and breath calms, of course, calms the body, the mental energies begin to gather, get less dispersed. Okay, so that's some of the, the theory. The last few minutes of the 10 minutes or so, we can just, just guide us a little bit in some of the practice of it. First of all, as is encouraged in the text, in this training, we find a posture that's comfortable. We feel that the, the spine is it's not rigid, but it's straight. We feel pressure of the ground, touching the ground beneath us, this feeling of being supported by the earth. You can feel across the chest area that's open in this posture. And just gently asking, how is it now for you? However it is, is perfect for you for this moment doesn't have to be a particular way. So we just notice with kindness, with gentleness, what are we with? Maybe tiredness, possibly, probably.
maybe or maybe a dullness or agitation or whatever's present, maybe resistance, maybe peacefulness. We're just noticing what's what's present for us in the body, in the feeling tones, in the breath. quality of attention is if we're holding a bird, if we hold too tight we squeeze it and kill it, if we hold too loose it will fly away. It's this gentle holding of our experience of ourself, of our being, of our body, of the sensations. So as we bring attention, make sure that that, that attention is infused with a gentleness, a kindliness. As we feel the body a bit more and feel the breath, we may notice as there are places of, of holding, of tightness. So if it feels right for you, just taking a, a few deeper breaths, maybe two or three deeper breaths. Breathing out, emptying the lungs first and then breathing in slowly and gently right down into the abdomen, filling the body with this breath, energy, subtly energizing the body, and then as you breathe out, you can extend the out-breath. And on the out-breath, just gently softening the shoulders and the jaw, and down through the torso, softening the belly, palms of the hands. A few breaths like that. Just allow your attention to follow as the breath starts to find its own normal rhythm without any force or effort. Just allow your attention to follow the pathway of the breath so you feel the sensation of it as it enters the nostrils and comes down through the throat into the lungs and ripples down into the belly and through the body and then out again. Follow the whole pathway of the breath. This is called the long breath. 
find that our attention just wants to settle in one place. And wherever that is, that's fine. There's no right place. Help steady, steady the mind. If you want to use a gentle word to remind oneself to be present, you might have your own word. Peacefully breathing in, for example, peacefully breathing out. The word that we were you were taught was just a simple word, buddho just means be present. It's a mantric form of buddha. You can breathe in with bud, B-U-D, and breathe out with the word to, D-H-O. simply just being in the body and the breath, different things will come up, thoughts will come up, worries might come up, speculation about the future might come up, memories, just keeps mixing whatever comes up with this breath, with this awareness, attentiveness this mantra if you're using that, a word that you've chosen, rather than trying to push away what comes up or repress what comes up, just mix it gently with the breath and the attention. Stay rooted, keeping the attention rooted gently, kindly, in the body, in the breath, here and now. (laughs) 